Hello and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Lee Cohen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hey Dan, welcome to the podcast version. I had a moment there where I just didn't really know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> Always a great start yeah. to, a, to a podcast. Yeah. Um, I w- well, I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Please. Because it had just been set up in the office here. I wish that you would. You, hadn't, you haven't seen this yet. Okay. I interviewed Tom Holland and Zendaya for mm. Spider-Man. Um, and the film that's come out. Right? A film, if a anyone film, doesn't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reviewed it in one of the previous episodes. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, if you don't like, you know, the Zoom interviews and stuff. Oh, like I hate that. them. They're oh, they're awful, isn't it? Yeah. So you start off in one Zoom mm-hmm. meeting, to, and you meet like two people, and then you get transferred into the, the yeah. green room with all the other people, and yeah. everyone's cameras are turned off, and this and the other. Yeah. And then you get just like plonked straight in. Yes. And it's like, <gasps> yeah. So I was told, uh, cool, five minute warning. Uh, you'll be going in soon. We'll yeah. give you a two minute warning, and then we'll let you know when it happens. Do you start sweating when that happens? Absolutely. I and I was wearing yeah. a suit as well. Yeah, a great. I was, oh, I, was, wow. I was in my Cineworld get up. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. And Good. so I got my five minute warning. Yeah. I didn't get my second two minute warning or my other warning that were going in. Next thing I know is just boom, I've been transferred across. So my webcam's not on. Oh my gosh. So I press turn on webcam. And because it didn't come on automatically, because yeah. it had to load a little bit, I clicked it again, which means it came on and then it turned off again. Oh, no. And I was muted. And, and you only have like 20 seconds of exactly. the whole interview. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And, and I had the, uh, the, the other people in there, the, the PR teams, giving me like instructions, being like, you need to do this when you're in here. And you're like, I know how Zoom works. And I, and, I, and, I was like, and I was like, and I couldn't hear that because I was panicking about oh. this that, and the other. And also, in the office, I've been telling people, I'm interviewing Zendaya. And everyone's been saying... It's Zendaya. Zendaya. No, no, no. Everyone in the office was agreeing with me that it's Zendaya. Oh, wow. Until I got into the room and they said, uh, you're, okay, you're in with Tom Holland and Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. And I was like, okay, got to remember, Zendaya, 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 Zendaya. <laughs> so when the camera went on and I introduced her, I said, I'm joined by the stars from Star- Spider-Man, No Way Home, Tom Dolland. Great. <laughs> like, that's the hard one. I, I know. And then, I mean, do you want to see the video of it? Because like I, we took it out of the. Well, yeah, I was going to say because I, I've seen the video and it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's decent. Oh, thanks, mate. It's, you, you've hidden that very yeah, well. Yeah, I, I did ask the editor to just. You did allow to cut around. You it. did allow Zendaya to cheat. In the well, quiz yeah, well, that's immediately, a, which I was very upset about. Well, I. I I felt bad about it because also I was flustered. Well, you just called him Tom Dolan. I was so flustered over the Tom Dolan thing. And the Zoom and camera. Then the, yeah, and then I the first that. question goes wrong. Yeah. And I was well, it's like, their fault for not paying attention. Well, I mean, in the I, game of points, I, I there should be no be. concessions. I, I mean, had had this been an actual game of Cinemania, I would have like out of the group. I'd have sucked. Make him gone. Yeah. Could you imagine if we got Zendaya for a, a Cinemania and she just was rubbish and just <laughs> came last? Well, okay, so here it is. What did he say? He said, you can call me Tom Dolland if you like. That's nice, isn't it? And He's then, a good little boy. And then Zendaya said, I actually like it. It sounds like darling. Oh, oh, that's cute. That should have stayed in. Yeah, no, I, well, I, no. No, I, I had to take it out. <laughs> well, now we know on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone's seen it because so, so, uh, my, like, Cineworld obviously had seen the, the rushes. So yeah. had seen me do that. Oh, great. And then we'd cut it out of it. But there were a lot of comments that were just like, I can't believe you took out the Tom Dolland bit. <laughs> and <laughs> she emailed me and be like, how do people know about the Tom Dolland thing? And I was like, because I talked about it on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I posted the video on Twitter. <laughs> So everyone oh saw it on Twitter God. and told me to talk about another podcast and we're like, I need to go see it. Well, that's it. like, you're like, let's cut it out of the, the proper one, but I'm still owning this moment. I'm, I am going to own it. Which I'm happy for you. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. well, you should. I, um, once, when I did the interview with, um, what's his face? Bond. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that guy. Um, and, um, 
Oh my gosh, what's her face? The Shanna Lynch. I had read her, I was looking for any like info I could get, and I was reading her credits, and she'd been in the bill and doctor, uh, doctors and all this stuff. And so my question was, as someone who's been in your fair share of British classics, like The Bill and Doctors, how does it feel to be in Bond? And it was all like a little jokey question. Daniel Craig was so obsessed with her having been in The Bill <laughs> that I didn't even get to ask him anything, really. He was just like, so fascinated by her two episodes stint on The Bill. She was in love with the fact that I brought it up. Yeah. So there you go. There's a tip for anyone wanting to do some interviews. <laughs> get the person's name wrong and it puts them off guard immediately and then talk about The Bill, whether they've been in it or not. You know? I've, I've told this uh, one plenty of times before, but I do love it. When I interviewed Jeff Goldblum for Thor Ragnarok. Which is a great sentence. And yeah. you could end it there, and it's a good anecdote. Pretty but. much. But he, I've been told, oh, he's quite easily distracted. <laughs> he pretty much feels like he doesn't want to be. Like he, he wants to be here. He's just, he, he just, just wants to talk about. He just can't. He's, he's, he's just, on a whole other plane he's of existence. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And he is not, he's going to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Absolutely. A friend of mine went in there to interview him, and he sat down, and Jeff Goldblum said, Where are you from? Great. And he said, I'm from London. And so Jeff Goldblum then started singing a song about London, mm. which my friend did not know the lyrics for. Oh, no. And Jeff was asking him to sing along oh. with him. And, and my friend was like, oh, I don't know the words. So Jeff Goldblum then tells him the words to sing along. And he's like, I do this, and then you do this bit. And he points to him, and my friend did the lyrics. And Jeff was like, what a beautiful singing voice you have. And that was it. That was all the time. That's all I need. Had. That's all I need. Well, that's all. Of, that's yeah. all the time they got. He got to ask zero questions. That's incredible. I love that. Was that also on Zoom? No, no, that was an in-person one. See, it this is it. Back. The in-person ones are so much better mm. because you can get little moments like that. I was so excited to do an in-person interview with Kristen Stewart for Spencer that I just talked to her ear off while I was waiting. I forgot that you have to wait to be given a card with the footage on. Yeah, I was about to leave. And they were like, oh, no, no, you need that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then we just like gasped for a little bit. And then she's now my best friend. I uh, interviewed Matthew Vaughan for mm. the first Kingsman movie. Okay. Um, it was before... Fantastic Four had come out, which okay. he was a producer that on. That Fantastic Four Yes, with yeah. jo- the Josh Trank one. Yes. And he was the producer on it. Mm. And my editor for the website was Ryan Ford was like, ask him about Fantastic Four because no trailer had been released. Right. There was like no footage of it. And everyone was just like, oh, I wonder if this is going to be bad. So I asked him, I was like, is, oh, yes, is it, it going to be bad? I, no, I, I just said, it was like, oh, we haven't seen a trailer for yeah. Fantastic Four yet. Like, you know, when can we expect what to sit? Can you drop? Can we, yeah, we, and he literally looked at me and was just like, you could ask me that question with all of these producers. Uh, and, <laughs> and then said, that's no, great, it's really good. And we then ran with the story of just like, he like says, it's great, it's, you're, yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. love it, and this and the other. The internet went, so <laughs> Rick was like, everyone then started running that story. And then the trailer came out, and it was really bad. <laughs> Did you a little bit like when he, when he was like, you're really going to ask me that question? Did you start sweating like that? Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. My friend Hazel. Um, had a series where she, she, it's called Tipsy Talk, where she interviewed a lot of celebrities. Um, and it was usually at the end of the day of their big junkets because they moved the cameras and then they had some champagne together. And they spoke, the, the celebrities were told, oh, here's the interview where you can drink. And they were like, thank God for that. And so she ended up getting some really good stuff. And this one time uh, for, I think it was, I think it was for Suicide Squad. It may have been for um, the movie she did with Will Smith afterwards, but Margot Robbie and her were chatting. And that's, where Margot Robbie just let slip that there was a whole story to do with her and Joker that they cut from the Suicide Squad. So she got this massive exclusive that went all over the web just because she caught her in a good moment. Yeah. You never know. It's yeah. worth trying. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, I, 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 that was my tactic for every uh, interview I ever did after that. I didn't quite look up the courage to ask Kaylee Seinfeld if she wanted to come to Nando's with me. After <laughs> but I will do it next time. Anyway, let's get into the main show of this. Oh, we not, are... <laughs> this is not the main show. This was the preamble. Go the, us. Yeah. Welcome to this three hour long podcast. Here we are talking about Morbius. Enjoy the show. 
damn. I just, did the, I just wanted to balance you out. Yeah, you stole my own move. Mm. No one's ever done that before. Well, now we're a team. I like it. That's why I presented Previously, that. you've just been the substitute teacher. Exactly. Now I'm like leaning in. I'm trying to subterfuge my way into Oh, I like yeah. this. Subterfuge? Yeah, it's not, a good word, isn't it? Yeah. Not subterfuge? No, like, it's not subtle, is it? No, what? <laughs> I, don't think, I'm not, I don't think I've ever said the word out loud. <laughs> subterfuge? No, I think so anyway. Personally, <laughs> if not, I'm going with it, okay? It's my it's word. It's like now. when I once said to Ollie, oh man, I'm quite looking forward to when they release the Green Lantern Corpse movie, rather than Green Lantern Core. <laughs> I mean, he said, he goes, do you mean Green Lantern Corps? And I was like, I've never said that word out loud. No, that's it. There's so many words that we just read and don't say out loud. There's a game called Coo. Yes. My friend calls it Coop. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not correct. No, I used to do that as well. No, ma'am. No, yeah. oh, anyway. Should we talk about Morbius? Could do. Yeah, so Morbius, uh, if you haven't seen the news, it's been delayed again. It's the new New Mutants. Mm. Just constantly getting new release dates. Oh my God, remember when New Mutants was announced and then didn't come out for a decade? <laughs> yeah, it was a long old yeah. time. I remember, when I sat in the cinema to watch New Mutants, there was a part of me like, I didn't know, never thought I'd actually be here. I didn't have to see the day. Well, it was also in that little middle period between pandemics, or yes. rather between lockdowns. It's one giant pandemic with a yeah, few yeah. chapters. Oh, but yeah. like, it was that little period, and it's like, is this real? Is this? Am I in the cinema watching New Mutants, or am I just sort of fever dreaming my way yeah. through another lockdown? Have I, have I really dissociated this hard? No, I, I think there were only three movies that were released in that period. There, were, there was that, Tenet, and Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, and then everything else. I just went to see, I went to see Shawshank Redemption. I oh. saw um, uh, The Farewell, surprisingly came back. Sure. Ironic for a film called Farewell. The last movie I saw before they had to close down again for a little bit was The Farewell. Oh, wow. Get into that. Well, anyway, okay. Morbius. We can get been so, it's been delayed. <laughs> we can get sidetracked. So it's been delayed once again. Mm. It is going to come out in April. Yeah. As far as we can tell. I think it will actually get released this year. Yeah. April 1st is when the, the, the planned new release date for it is. They've not announced it for April Fool's Day. I mean, they actually have. That's, That's excellent banter. Well played, Sony. Good for you. Uh, but apparently the real reason mm. for it being delayed, I think will come as no surprise to anyone, is because Spider-Man's doing real good. Plot twist. People like Spider-Man. Who saw that coming? That's I, I. Well, do you know what? Ridley Scott told us recently that no one goes to the cinema anymore because of phones or something along yeah. those lines. Which is was bold coming from Ridley Scott, given his last two efforts, which, you know... <laughs> I didn't not like, yeah. but Ridley, trim it down a little bit. You've yeah. got an editor, use them. But apparently, you know, he, he, he's wrong in this one. People are going to the cinema to see this. I'm ecstatic about how well Spider-Man is doing because obviously it's been a tricky time and, and people are still a little bit nervous and with the recent wave, you know, there have been two whole, you know, new, what are they call variants mm -hmm. since. Is that what the thing in Loki is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which variants. has been throwing me all year, by the way. <laughs> Any talk about this new variant, I'm like, um, but yeah, like it, it's it's tricky time. People are nervous. Getting people out to the cinema is, you know, it's a big decision people have to make. But Spider Man proves that the old Wayne's World added: if you book them, they will come. Like, oh, yeah. it's, you know, the movie is great. So I'm just ecstatic that after all this time of like worrying, okay, what release schedule is going to look like? How is streaming going to compare to the movies? When you make a good quality movie, when you make an iconic film like I think No Way Home is, people will flock. People yeah. will come and see it. And we're still no spoilers. For... We're, we're in no spoiler town. I think we're still in no spoiler town at the moment because not everyone has been able to get mm. out to see it. Adam, who is in our office currently, went to go see it two days ago. Which is 
wild. To oh me. yeah, and had had mostly avoided spoilers, which I think is even more. If you've avoided COVID and Spider Man spoilers, you are living life out loud. Fair yeah. play to you. Just go right here. Well played. Have you wait? You've seen it. I'm, I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't okay, worry. Fine. No, I have seen it. I, I, I literally went to the first screen. For a second, we were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like before we started rolling, I was like, "I was going, and then this happened, and then this happened." And then you think like, there's a reason why this happened? And you waited to be on camera to tell me that you hadn't seen it yet. Like, yeah, that would have been awful. No, no, no. Don't worry. I have seen it. I reviewed it on this very show. Um, yeah. But like Spider Man, it's so funny because I was I, we were talking about this before we started, and I was like, mm. "Oh yeah, the reason why they're delaying is because Spider Man's doing really well." And then it was either you or Adam was like, yeah, it's done over a billion dollars. And I was like, no, it hasn't. Like, get out. No, it hasn't. Went on to Box Office Mojo. $1.3 billion. Billion. And I believe it's uh, the second fastest movie to ever do it, only behind Endgame. That is insane. Yeah. And I actually think, like, you said, like, credit to Sony. I think it's actually a real credit to Sony, the restraint they did on the trailers. Given all the rumors mm. and everything that we've been circulating around the movie, they've kept it so, like... The, the the basically the tease of the movie is like hell. Do you want to see some old villains? That's the pull of the movie. You can ignore all this stuff happens here. It may or may not happen in the movie. We're not going to tell you mm. that. You're going to have to go and see to yeah. see if the rumors are true. For me, I'm always it, it comes from being a wrestling fan for so many years. I'm always a fan of like the pop of the surprise element of anything could happen. That's what I'm after. So I like it when a trailer doesn't reveal too much. I think so often trailers can give you far too much. Mm. I haven't seen certain trailers by choice because I've wanted to just experience the film as it is. One of my favorite things about the Endgame trailer essentially was that there was no new footage whatsoever. So to give you, I, I also think that if in Civil War, had we not known Spider-Man was going to be in it and then suddenly he's like, oh, I've, I know a guy. Yeah. Queens. To Queens. Yeah. The whole cinema would have been standing. So I'm, I'm a fan of anything that can give you that like surprise element. So yeah, fair play to Sony for giving, you know, Keeping, keeping some cards in their hand. When I went to the press screening of Justice League, wow. um, they, beforehand, they were playing some trailers. OG or four hours? The OG. Right. OG yeah. one. So I, I, they were played some trailers beforehand. One. Sorry to anyone who considers the four hour one the OG. I just realized I may have opened myself a can of worms there. It's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> as you were. Yeah. So they were showing some tra uh, trailers beforehand, one of which was for um, The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. And I was in a period of time where I was like, I'm not watching anything mm. Star Wars related. I'm just going to be, go like, trailer-wise, I mean. Like, mm. I'm going to go see the movies, but I'm, I'm going to go see this. I'll be invited to the press screening. I'm going to go to the press screening of this with no, with nothing whatsoever. Mm. And a trailer came up, and it came up like the Lucasfilm thing. And I just did this. Yeah. That's my friend during, like, every, any Dune thing. Yeah. I was just, just hiding. I put my head between my lap. And, and I, and I, and I <laughs> like, put you my, were bracing for a landing. And I put my fingers in my ears, and I went... <laughs> La, 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 la. Which they, ruined the experience for everyone else. <laughs> well, it was so loud. <laughs> but I was just hearing like these muffled sounds. <laughs> I don't know what that is. There's a lightsaber in it. I don't want to know that. Like <laughs> next to me, because I was on my own as well. It was so <laughs> <frustrating>. <laughs> were you like, like, like uh, that's what you were doing this at a press screening? Yeah, yeah. That's fully hilarious. It's one thing to do it in the middle of a public thing, but with critics around you who are stuffy as it is. That's great. I'm into I that. Know, yeah. um, were you at the press screening for Last Jedi? Uh, I was, yes. The one at the IMAX in Leicester Square? Yes. Because I was also there, <gasps> getting to that before we knew each other. But that's a great example of this kind of communal experience that cinema is so good for, that Spider-Man has, has tapped into, which is that there's the moment in The Last Jedi where Rey is talking. She, she's in the, you know, the giant pit of confusion mm -hmm. and and it's a moment of like do you want answers or whatever and i'm sat there going 
oh my gosh, I'm about to find something out. Like, I don't know what it's going to be, but this feels cultural. This feels important. And I could sense there was a tension. The, the, the pins were dropping and you could hear them. Mm. Um, I do speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was something, there's something palpable about being in the room, in the room where it happened. I won't sing. But um, with other people who, who love going to the movies, and that's why big films like this are communal, commun communal, and the, I'm just getting choked up and so emotional. And the cinema going experience is so special. So it's kind of smart for Sony to push Morbius back a little yeah. bit to get as many people the opportunity to have that communal cinema experience as Spider-Man and then give them a new one a little bit later on as well. Such a pro, you've managed to wing us oh. right back. I was, I derailed us so massively. I'm always, always thinking, you're overthinking. You're like, how can I get, how can I get this idiot back on track so we can get to the main topic of what we're talking about? <laughs> Official television professional. I also, in my bag, I have the lie detector results, which revealed that, guess what? You are the father. <laughs> so the, the, apparently from the Sony sort of like line by this, was a report by Deadline, mm. is that, a, Spider-Man's doing amazing numbers, but B, what they don't want is Spider-Man to hurt yeah. Morbius. Yeah. Because Morbius isn't a lesser known character. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's got a really good cast in there and it's got Jared Leto leading the way. So that's going to bring in its own audience. But the character itself isn't a Spider-Man level character. Mm. So they want to give it as much chance as possible for like this Spider-Verse to succeed. And I think that's a really, really smart, uh, smart move on their part. Yeah, completely. And especially because people are, you know, whether it's to do with, COVID concerns or financial concerns, people are being picky about what they're going to use their, their, their time, if not their money, whatever, when they go to the movies. So it's giving people the opportunity to plan. And yeah, I don't, I think this, because I, I'm not a comic book person. I, I love comic book movies, but I, you know, I'm very easily distracted. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm able to, um, I'm not able to like really commit to that kind of comic book lore so I don't know too much about Morbius mm. so it is good to give people the chance to kind of explore it and figure it out on their own sort of terms and, and you know play in that world and while they are setting up a universe um, which is going to be fascinating I'm thinking about this a lot with DC as well with like there are like four or five Batman mm -hmm. at any given moment is this one related to the other Batman, you know, the Flash, the Batman, yeah, Joker, think, all of this I stuff? I think their plan is basically just like, we're just making movies, some are connected yeah, to them. Yeah, kind of chaotic. And so are Sony doing something tied in? Are they not? What do various post-credits in all of the different movies, you know, Venom, etc. Well, mean? yeah, I think the... I'll try not to go into any spoilers here. I'm on Venom 2, I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I know, but the... There is a post-credits mm. of No Way Home there is indeed that suggests that mm. none of it is connected to marvel stuff i mean that's the joy of a multiverse yeah if there are, if we accept the conceit that there's more than one universe there's a universe where we're all made of jam you can get away with anything i like that one i know <laughs> spider jam <laughs>
I think that the thing about doing any any sort of like, oh, this is the female Ghostbusters or this is Ocean's Eleven but with girls, is that it kind of has that built-in fan base that sometimes are, they're, they're already like, well, what are you doing with my thing? Mm -hmm. And then some people within that fan base are acting in bad faith. And so there's a lot of pressure on the movie to do well. What's really great is seeing an action movie with this female cast that is entirely original. You know, it's something that's going to be completely separate to a Mission Impossible um, or, or an Ocean's franchise, and they sit alongside it. It's spies, it's gorgeously shot action. Every single person is, is firing all cylinders. Diane Kruger should have been playing action stars for the longest time. She's great. Um, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think that's that's the thing. I think I love an action movie that is just fun mm. and where, you know, the stakes, what they're fighting about aren't the kind of main central conceit. Can, the, what I'm there for is the action sequences. And when yeah. you're going to see Bing Bing Fan, I can't swear. I was going to say <laughs> a word that I shouldn't. Instead, I shall say whack a man's head against a, you know, mm -hmm. a shiny. Thank you for self-censoring. Yeah, <laughs> always do. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's so much fun. I'm glad you said that as well, because there was that movie that came out last year, and I'm actually struggling to forget the name of it now, with um, Karen Gillan. Um, uh, the, oh, gosh. Like the, um, the gumball paintball yeah, thing. Pa oh, yeah, it's a lot. Gumball dewdrop. That's not what it is. No, but, but it was on one of the lines. I'll Google it in a second to do a... Like, and uh, Lena Headey was in it. Yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. Because when the trailer for that came out, there were a lot of people who were like, oh, it's Jane Wick. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm glad that you said that this film doesn't feel like you have taken a, a male property and have yeah. just applied it to this. Because even though that movie wasn't a John Wick, mm. but with girls, people instantly were just like, oh, that is John Wick, but yeah. with girls. And I think it can feel quite patronising to your audiences, especially to your female audiences, to be like, oh, this one but for girls. Mm. Whereas this is, you know, it's Jessica Chastain's conceived the whole idea, um, put everyone together. And I just think it's a really fun movie. I think it's a solid, you know, start of the year, go and watch some big crash bang wallop. And have a good time. And I think that anything that allows for new new stories to be told in that genre is, is fun. So you can get uh, your tickets to go see that using the links in the video description down below. Also out in the cinema is The Kingsman, Matrix Resurrection, Spider-Man No Way Home, Clifford the Big Red Dog, and West Side Story. Have you seen West Side Story? I have not yet, no. Rachel Zegler follows me on Twitter. That's my claim to fame. Who does? Rachel Zegler. Maria. Oh, really? Oh, well. Maria. Yeah, I mean, just I, met a girl named Maria. Uh, she you, followed me on Twitter. <laughs> you know, um, Twenty Four, the TV show. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You know the uh, the the tech girl that was in that, the nerdy yes. tech girl. No, she, I didn't watch. She it. follows me on Twitter. Wow, I know, right? Between us, <laughs> that's all of Hollywood, basically. I don't need your blue tick. <laughs> Get out there and see West Side Story for real, though, because it's very good. It's a movie that is like classic in all its and in, in you know, the original West Side Story is a movie for all time. And Spielberg has made a movie for our time. Those are his words, not mine. But it's very accurate. Do you have a pick of the week, though? Well, it's I don't want to pick Spider-Man because if, you know, I think it's if the you, obvious I think... choice. But it's also so good. Well, I know, and I was thinking because it was going to be my pick of the week. Yeah. I mean, actually, I mean, it's the three five five of my pick of the week. But yeah. I did want to, you know, say. But I think like, if you wanted to see it, mm. you've probably already seen it. So it seems like a redundant thing to have it as my as a recommendation. Yeah, I'd see it again. Like if you want to see something again, I go well, see it again. I did say when we reviewed it 
last December, I did say I wanted to go see it for a second time before I officially decided where it ranks mm. within my my Marvel rankings. And I haven't had the chance to go as for a second time. So I do still need to go see you it a need second to. time. It's it's for research purposes more than anything else. People people are so invested in my Marvel rankings. <laughs> <laughs> what is number one? On my Marvel rankings, mm -hmm. um, uh, Winter Soldier. And where is Thor 2? I think it's actually at the bottom. Hold on, I can tell you. Oh, that's outrageous. Why don't you tell us? Thor 2? Th the Thor Dark II. World? I, I will defend Thor Are two. you high? <laughs> Not no, but I will defend Thor 2 till the end of the year. It's better than you think it is. It, it really isn't. It's nice and I, short, I, in and out, job done. It, it doesn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your pick of the week while I'm telling you what it is? What I love about this time of the year is that it's so... You've got this perfect blend of, we've got the Oscars coming up, we've got the award shows coming up, so you have an amazing array of really serious, thoughtful, pensive drama movies. And you also get to balance that out with a lot of really fun action movies. So I genuinely think you could pick any of those films and have a really good time. West Side Story is wonderful. It will make you feel a million things. They've made some really interesting changes that really do bring it up to, to now. And Somewhere is a song that has been sung again and again and again. And I heard it in a new way because they gave it to a different character and I did a big cry. Um, but also, The King's Man is just... Silly fun. It's just silly fun. The 355 is great action. Spider-Man is... is uh, You can't go wrong. But I think if I were looking at that and I was like, what am I going to go watch this week? I'd probably pick the 355. I don't like you. Uh, Thor's dead last. In my That's list. a real shame. We'll talk about this. <laughs> <off> <laughs> It's a new year, and there's new unlimited screenings coming this month. On January 17th, we've got Journal for Jordan, and then on Wednesday the 19th, Parallel Mothers. Journal for Jordan, I mean, it's, it's Denzel Washington directed, yeah. starring Michael B. Jordan. Mm. So I mean, That's a pairing, isn't it? Isn't it just? Yeah. And then Michael B. Jordan was doing an interview this week being like, I'm trying to find a way to get Denzel into the, uh, into the MCU. And I'm like, if there's anyone that can Bend do over it, backwards. It's MBJ. He can oh, get yeah. it done. Yeah. And I, I love Michael B. Jordan. And I obviously, I mean, it's Denzel in the director's chair. Yeah. I'm super excited for this. Yeah, I think that, you know, Michael B. Jordan is one of the most exciting talents out there at the moment. I think he's got so much, you know, so many strings to his bow, so much under his belt, under his tube. Mm. You know, I think, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. And I, and I love Denzel. And I think Denzel's directing career thus far has been wonderful. So. And, yeah, and you were really excited that Parallel Mothers was going yeah. to be shown on an unlimited screening. I, I, I am a fan of Almodovar's films before. This is his seventh movie with Penelope Cruz, who I also think is incredible. It's getting a great write-up, um, and she's in a lot of awards contention for her role. It's about two uh, mothers who have a baby at the same time in the same hospital. One of them is, is sort of older and happy and ready to have a child, and the other one is younger and scared. And it's about the bond they have. And I think um, the thing about Al Almodovar's work is that he's very um, true. Mm. You know, and I and I, I'm really excited that that's going to be at Cinema World. Yeah, and I, that's the thing for me as well because it's the sort of film that you wouldn't you don't tend to see on like yeah. big chain cinema. And I love that's what I mean by this time of year. I love that kind of mix of both big brash action, big fun, and stuff that's going to make you feel. Because for me, the whole point of going to the movies is to give yourself over to a, an emotion. And, and and yeah, you can watch new stuff at home. But I love the process of going into that small flickering space mm -hmm. with all of the light. Oh, yeah. And just allowing yourself to feel in the moment, in the room, and then leave and, and think about it. And I, yeah, I'm really thrilled that that's going to be 
here, so book now. All right, one last thing. Is it Cliff Richard? It is not. I'm Devastating. Not. Is that over? Unfortunately, Cliff Fuck. Richard, the great AT tour, has been shot. That's, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> However, you can go and see on January 27th, NT Live. I'm going to get this wrong. No, you aren't. I believe in you. You reckon? Yeah. Well, actually, no, I take that back. You couldn't say such a few words. <laughs> or core. Or core, yeah. <laughs> spell it out. Leopoldstadt. Very good, yeah. Is that all right? Leopoldstadt, yeah. That, okay, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I got to back up to that. I'm sorry. <laughs>comments to go through from the uh, the Christmas videos that we loaded up. So I love comments. Talking about our favourite movies of the year uh-huh. uh, and comic book movies we're excited for in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ Palisano here says Spider-Man no, no Way From Home is the movie of the year for me. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Yep. Yad- I mean, you don't want to overhype it, but it's true. And Yadrod Gaming said Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I was glad to see that's oh. getting some love as well because yeah. I, I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. I do think it's been a good movie I do think it's been a good year for comic book movies. I really have to get my head around that sentence there for a second. But yeah, I think that the, the, it's, you know, after having had a, a dearth for so long for obvious reasons, and those are movies that you don't want to watch in streaming. You're willing to wait a little bit longer. Mm. To have Shang-Chi, which was so different in the way it looked, I thought that, that final sequence was so beautiful. It was an incredible shot with, you know, Big Beastie versus Big Dragon, mm. which I just adored. And Eternals just looked so different and was so refreshing in its own way as well. I think it's been a really good year for that and 2022 is shaping up pretty tasty. So Ollie and I had a bit of a disagreement Uh over the movies that we're excited for because he said for him, it's the Batman. That's the movie he's Mm -hmm. most excited for this year. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't see how it's the 12th Batman movie we've had in 10 years. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it's going to be dead good because Matt Reeves is awesome. Like, and I, that, I, I don't think enough people talk about how good his Planet of the Apes trilogy is. Oh, incredible. Right? Exactly. I genuinely, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, for me, was like Shakespeare. Yeah. It was beautiful. So good. I yeah. thought War was incredible as well. Yeah. Like, I absolutely just, I, I thought it was a, a perfect three-film mm. three series. Um, with that said, mm-hmm. I've seen that Batman film before. It's I, hard to disagree with that. Yeah. I really, like, genuinely, I think that there's something about... I'm, I'm so excited for it, don't get me wrong. And I think Robert Pattinson's a really interesting choice to play Batman. I think, you know, he's someone who has... Done, he did the big franchise very early in his career, was quite flippant about the whole thing, and then went off and made some absolute madness. Oh, yeah. Um, I interviewed him shortly after one of those. Which one? I can't remember which one it was now. It was a really low-energy yeah. drama that he did that was set in, like, a deserty, like, dusty town type right. thing. yeah. And I then did a roundtable interview with him afterwards, and he was, like, such an aloof. He, if he, That's his if whole he, vibe. If he could have been smoking in the room, he would have been. But this is, that, this is kind of what makes him interesting to play a Bruce Wayne. And mm. then how is that going to translate into his Batman? I don't know. It's curious. But we also, at the same time, do have, you know, uh, two or three other Batman in in the works in the next couple of years. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. It's like, obviously I'll go and see it. Obviously I'm sure I'll have a good time. But I, if you're not, not going to do something fascinating with it, I always think a movie should answer two questions. Why this movie and why now? And if it's not answering either of those questions, mm-hmm. then I sort of, I'm not, you know. That's also where I stand yeah. as well. But, you know, Shifty here says, I'm with Ollie here. Batman is top of my list. Even though I'm not a big DC fan, the trailer just hits different. It, it's a great trailer. Really good. Yeah. yeah, and also, 
any of the pictures of, you know, whether it's Zoe Kravitz or especially uh, Colin Farrell. And I refuse, kind of refuse to believe that's actually grand for Colin Farrell. I didn't believe it at all. No. I, 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 thought, I, I even said after the watch trailer for the, for the first time, I said to one, I was like, I thought Colin Farrell was in this film. Mm. And for someone who's so famous as Colin Farrell, I think he's massively underrated. Mm. So I'm excited to see what he does with this character. Like, it, it's a real character performance. It's going to be fascinating. Carlos Ocano says, I'm excited for Morbius, Black Adam, Into the Spider-Verse and the Batman. So, I mean, he's... he's a, yeah, all of them. Pretty much all of them, yeah. Doesn't um, want to make anyone angry. I'm uh, interested for Black Adam. Black Adam is something that I don't know, any, again, I don't know anything about as not a comic books person. Hmm. Um, but I like The Rock and he's been working out so hard that I hope it pays off for him. He's <laughs> <laughs> worked on this one for so long. Yeah. Um, I, I just hope there's a, uh, a shot of him in a grey t-shirt in a jungle somewhere. Without that, what's the point? What's the point? Well, you... I'm sure that's baked into his contract. John L said, I can't wait for Thor 4, more Thor. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, I'm a... I'm a Thor apologist. We've mm -hmm. discussed this briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should talk about that in just I a second. Love Terry, Thor. you can sit down, by the way. You don't have to be standing up. <laughs> I was just alone in on the back room. Sit right down. <laughs> sit down, Terry. I don't know why I'm making any noise. <laughs> no, I, I love Thor. I, I, maybe it's something to do with his long flowing locks. Maybe it's something to do with his beautiful big shoulders. I don't know what it is. But I'm a big Thor fan. Um, and I adore all of them, even two. And so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with um, for because Ragnarok was ridiculous and brilliant so to bring the team back together yeah here, here is my official ranking okay, great. by the way so there you go Winter Soldier there number one Endgame 2 Winter Soldier number one love yes. Winter Soldier oh, it's great. great yeah, yeah. Civil War Guardians Avengers Shang-Chi Spider-Man Homecoming mm. I haven't actually put No Way Home in my list yet cause well because you need to have your second I need, viewing I need to have my second viewing I think that's fair and then there it is right at the bottom number 25 the absolute Thor erasure on this list is, is I won't stand for it The Incredible Hulk yeah. Come on. You think it's one of... Ant-Man? And the Wasp. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, actual, like, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, is... Ant-Man's higher. Yeah, yeah, totally. No. See, we have a very different list. Oh, really? Yeah. What's I haven't the, ever the, written it down. What's the bottom of yours, then? Um, probably, probably The Incredible Hulk. Possibly Iron Man 2. Because um, for me, Iron Man 2 is like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it got really sequel was, yeah. And Ant-Man is also like what is. I mean, the I like first Ant-Man though. First Ant-Man's well good. I'm another wasp. First Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Um, no, I did, a, I did on my YouTube channel a, a, a MCU starter kit. So I was like, if you want to, we had a lot of time off, obviously. And we're about to go back into the movies if you wanted to just watch the core ones. And I managed to narrow it down to about eight. And I was quite proud. Most of them were the Avengers. My, um, so my brother's girlfriend, mm. uh, she had a bit of a sheltered childhood. So she didn't watch any movies. Deeply unfortunate. It, it, any it, movies? Pretty much, yeah. So like now that she's like dating my brother, she is basically being introduced to the world of movies. Quite overwhelmed. So and at times she she couldn't finish the Goonies; it was too scary. Yeah. Um, but she's been she enjoyed Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel so much that Lovely. she uh, my brother's now shouting at her like the MCU, <sighs> and so my brother is almost like he kind of stopped at one point, uh -huh. so he hasn't seen a lot of the right. later movies. Okay, interesting. And so he's also trying to, he's trying to avoid Endgame spoilers, let alone trying to avoid No oh Way Home gosh. spoilers. He's trying to avoid Endgame spoilers. Wow. And he's managed to do pretty well for himself in all fairness. It's been a couple of years. But also, my friend Edith did, um, she watched all of the movies in a week. Wow. Yeah. Including all the Spider-Man and all that stuff. Um, at some point it was like three in a day. Three in mm. a day. And she would like send me her list. I think her, she's very Captain America, Sam. Like, I think that Captain America is quite high on her list as well. Not so much on mine. My, my, big, my big number one is Endgame. Mm -hmm. I just think it was just, again, it's, this, it's kind of the same thing with uh, No Way Home. And I was saying this off camera as well. Like, 
for me, there was a moment in No Way Home where the only image I had in my head was Doctor Strange doing his one, like, you know, this yeah. is the one. Because I was like, you have one shot with this movie. And if you get it wrong, boom, it's over. Yeah. Bye-bye. And for me, they, did, they got it. They hit it. And there's something about that moment in it. I just think Endgame's incredible. I just love it. I could talk about it. I, for me, it was the best picture. Should have been best picture. Well, I'm in like, it wouldn't have won that year because Parasite. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't argue with Parasite. But it should have been on the list. I think that was such a feat. The, uh, the, the wonderful thing about watching the, the MCU films with my brother's girlfriend mm. is she also doesn't know anything about comic book movies. Uh-huh. So, you know, you have the introduction of Chadwick Boseman in Civil War. You do. Sorry, I'm just going to mute my laptop there. You have the introduction of Chadwick Boseman in Civil War. Yeah. And then the very next scene, you have Black Panther chasing down yep, the Winter yep, yep. Soldier. When Black Panther takes off Pickles, his helmet yeah. and reveals Chadwick Boseman, she went, oh, it's that guy from that. She had- I love that. <laughs> That's so pure. And she was also terrified about them going to the, the place in um, Serbia because uh-huh. she was like, there's loads of those winter soldiers there. Like, there's not enough people. Like, it can't just go the two of them. This They're is the p- energy I need whenever I go to the movies. I want people who... And I, I love earnestness in a film. This is another thing, not to be that guy, but Spider-Man does so well, is that it's so earnest to the point where, not a spoiler, but like, hold off for five seconds if you're really, really that guy. There's a shot at the end where I was like, oh, that's classic Hollywood. Oh, that's mm. that sunset in the background. Oh, mm. oh. <laughs> give it to me. I love earnestness and truth and beauty and classic. What is it? It's a, is it a bike or is it a boat? It's a boat. It's a canal boat. There's a canal boat? Mm. That's the river's there. Okay, that's fine. Um, the second recording starts at 25 minutes. That's great. No worries. Thank you. We'll need to wrap this up anyway. Cause we've got, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got, like, got other things to do. Yeah, I've got other stuff to do. But you know what? We've got, to wrap things, we've got to wrap this up. I could sit here and talk to you for hours about this sort of thing. I know. But unfortunately, we haven't you got You can't afford time. me. I can't, I'm, yeah, you're so expensive. Yeah. Um, but 20 pounds a minute. <laughs> there are, everything we've talked about is linked to in the podcast description down below. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you on next week's uh, what's on Cinema Cinemas? I've been Luke Cohen, and I've I've not been. That w- and that's what's on. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I've got for you. <laughs>